I don't know. We need like I don't know a little. So I'm I'm using the photo you sent me of Jean Claude, me and you in a strip club. Unfortunately, you don't really see the stripper in the background because the way I have it set up in in Discord. That's all right. That's all right. But it has it's, the three of us. I, the tri the Trinity. I still think it's an awesome picture. The Trinity. <laughs> it's cool that my friend did that for me. It's pretty funny. Who did it? You want to give him a shout out? Uh, coworker. His name is Isaac Yang. Yang. Cool. He's a Hmong fellow. There you go. I don't know what that means. He's Hmong. Oh, he's Hmong. Mm -hmm. He's a Hmong fellow, and I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Gotcha. Got a lot lot of those out here in the Midwest. Is he a big JCBD fan or no? No, he's like, (laughs) yeah, he's like late 70s. Oh, wow. He's a little bit older than me, so... Late seventies, a little bit older. <laughs> so, his, got like a half yeah, a life his, on him, dude. You got like a half I'm a like, life on him. You know, you know what his favorite movie is? Uh, Titanic. Police Academy. Oh well, there you go. That's the choice. <laughs> like, that movie's so stupid, but whatever. Whatever floats your boat. Anyway, to each their bone. Anyway, I'm uh, Ian. That's my boy Justin, and this podcast is the films of jean-claude van damme the legend the maestro what is he the muscles from brussels some would say yeah oh and in this movie he's he that that's not even really the point like the muscles isn't really in it i mean there's a couple of like hot body shots but it's not really even a part of the movie it doesn't not about that no it's not you know it's a, it's really about the story so this is the second like there's another movie he does i think it was made way earlier but it released in this time period where he's like a like a side character but this is the second starring role of van damme and we're doing the movie cyborg um is a it's a i'll read it off wikipedia here it's a 1989 american martial arts cyberpunk film Directed by Albert Pune. Pune? Pune? Something like that. Uh, I can't believe... Okay, so I have seen this movie oh. many a times. I like this movie. Wow. I like this movie quite a bit. <laughs> Justin, you kind of were about to drop some like crazy knowledge on me. Uh-huh. What was it? You, you've, you've never seen this movie? <laughs> no, I thought, I thought I've seen it, but I think what I was thinking of was... Uh... What's the one where he's like from the future? Oh, Time Cop. Cop. Time Cop. Time Cop. That's what I thought I was going to be watching. <laughs> so when I watched this, I was like, I've never seen this <laughs> fucking movie before. And I just watched it today. Oh, my and gosh. Like, and, and I was blown um, away. I, it is a, a good movie, man. It is. I, I think, I, think. I, I actually like it. This may be controversial, but I like it more than Bloodsport because it has more of a story. It's kind of more creative. It's just, uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I watched, yeah, I saw this way young. This is one of those, like, I don't know how old I was in 89. So was, I probably saw it in 90. So I was probably, like, middle school. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you were 11. <laughs> 11? <laughs> Watching this uh, very violently. I mean... It's it's kind of comically violent now, but back then, it's a very very violent movie. Uh, 
and uh, I suppose, but yeah, not nowadays. I don't. I don't. I didn't think. No, by nowadays accounts, I just not violent at all. But like back then, it was just very. I had never seen anything that graphic, and my understanding is, uh, it was actually going to get the X rating because it was incredible. They had to like tone it down a lot of the violent scenes. They had to cut a bunch of it out. Well. Well, yeah, because I think they kill a, they kill a woman. He breaks her neck in one, and then I think there's a titty shot. Oh, there's a bunch of titty shots. In another shots. scene. There's some good titty shots in this movie. That's a nice uh, thing. Well, no, no male butt, but some titties. No male butt, but... The uh, the the actress uh, I, I don't know her name in the movie. Oh, uh, um, which one? The robot or the uh, the younger girl? Not the cyborg. The the girl that he's with during the whole movie. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. What is her name? And then and then his wife or girlfriend or whatever from his past. They were both very very pretty girls, very pretty women. But I don't think they showed them like naked or anything. Uh, I believe you're right. Yes, correct. I think the naked girl was like a random person uh, or cyborg. It's one, the, it's one of the. It's one of the pirates. Yeah. I believe. Um. Uh. So this is an interesting thing that I learned reading Wikipedia. So Canon Films initially intended to make a sequel to the 1987 He-Man film, Masters of the Universe, and a live-action Spider-Man film. But both those pro- projects were planned to be shot simultaneously by the same director, Albert Pune. However, Canon was in horrible financial trouble and had to cancel those proje- projects. But they had already made... They had already spent like $2 million on sets and costumes. So Albert wrote this script, Cyborg... And he originally envisioned Chuck Norris for the film, of course, because why not Chuck Norris? Of course. <laughs> uh, I mean, honestly, the movie's not really about Jean-Claude Van Damme. It isn't, no. I mean, I think I don't think so. I mean, I guess anybody could have played the role. Right. It's but... not like it's not like really tailored for him. It's not tailored for anybody. No, but... it, it's almost like a, there is no main character. Right. I think after you, the you su- agree? I think after the success of Bloodsport, though, I think that's when like, oh, we should get this guy for this movie, and I think that's how he kind of got it. But uh, Van Damme has said he doesn't like this movie. He doesn't. Oh, really? Yeah, he's come out. Well, and probably said, because he didn't get to be the sex object. Although he did do the splits in the movie. Oh, that's the best. That's one of the best epic splits ever, in my opinion. <laughs> I, think I didn't one know of the... what was going on. I was like, what the hell's going on? And then all of a sudden the shot comes, and I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> it's good. I think it's a great epic splits. Like, yeah. you're going to knife the guy from above while you're, like, fucking suspended between a, a fucking two walls and shit, I think. Mm-hmm. This movie, as a young kid, just uh, played in my head for days. And I've watched it many times throughout my, uh, you know, growing up. <laughs> Um, I probably haven't, it's hard to actually find, so it's, I probably haven't seen it as many times as I'd want to have seen it, but. I had, well, I had, I had to sign up for, uh, Cinemax <laughs> in order to watch it. I rented it for it's like. fine, whatever, you I, know, a month of free movies. I rented you know. it for four bucks from Amazon, I think. 
Oh, okay. I, I think that's what I did. I'd buy it on DVD, except my Xbox doesn't play DVDs. Psh, fucking Xbox, dude. Fucking digital only. What a fucking... So I wrote some notes. The dialogue's pretty bad <laughs> in some of the scenes. Um, I do love that it's outside, though. Like, I feel like a lot of... That it just kind of takes place outside most of the time. I do like that. Yeah, there there was a... A couple of things I was thinking about as uh, I was watching it today, so put this in your notes, was first is it almost resembles like an 80s beat-em-up video game, like Streets of Rage, oh, right. I feel. Right. And second of all, the camera angles are awesome in the movie. Like, like as it shoots towards, uh, what's his name? Uh Oh, you mean one of the guitars? Uh, uh, no, as it, uh, Fender as it tremolo? shoots towards Fender. As it shoots towards Fender. Yeah, he's a guitar. Fender. All he, the names are guitars. Like, oh, okay. I didn't know that. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. That's awesome. Gibson. Uh, so, like, Jean-Claude Van Damme is Gibson Rickenbacker? Oh, shit. <laughs> I didn't pick up on that. Yeah. So, the bad guy is Fender Tremolo. Uh, Dale Hayden is Pearl Prophet. So Pearl Drums and Prophet, I guess, is a keyboard. I don't know. There's a bunch of like that shit yeah. in that, man. You'll catch it. If you watch yeah. it again, you'll catch it. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, the camera angles in the movie are, are, are what I learned from you, actually, are Dutch angles. Oh, there's a lot of Dutch angles in this, yeah. You know, or they're, like, tilted on the ground and shit. I was like, it, 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 it's like, <laughs> it's... <laughs> It's a bad movie done by a really good director. Trying to make it better. Yeah, almost it almost like old, like old uh, um, who's the guy that directed Lord of the Rings? Uh, oh, Peter Jackson. It's like old Peter Jackson movies. Gotcha. You know? Yeah. So for sure, for sure. I, I, I hope that director went on to do good things. Not really. Oh. Not so much. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know what he did go to, you know what he went on to do? This is like kind of sad actually. But he did the straight to VHS version of Captain America. That I have it somewhere or I did have it. But like this is old 90s version of Captain America that's very bad. And he did that. I I was like, "Oh, that's kind of surprising." Um I had some other I had some other funny notes. Um the flashbacks, dude, Jean-Claude's hair in the flashbacks is out of control. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and I I kept thinking Bloodsport with the flashbacks. I was like, enough of the fucking flashbacks. <laughs> it's funny. He looks like uh, who? Did, who did I think he? He looked like somebody, dude. Uh, oh, I didn't. I, didn't but, yeah. I just thought that hair was like, what is going on with this mop yeah, you gave like, him, guys? <laughs> it's like sticking out the back, like like spiking out the back. Yeah. Every time we went to that flashback, it's like, oh shit, what's going on here? <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah. The other thing is, like, I just didn't understand why the villain was just so fucking strong. Like, this, he was intense. But I also don't really understand why he was more powerful than than our boy. I just, like, through the whole movie, I was just like, no, because, they haven't really yeah, established why he's... The, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, the, the end fight scene was, like, pretty fast. Yeah, right? 
It was like he kicked his butt in like a minute. He just like kicked him up on the hook and that's it. Let me tell you, I you know, like, when I get crucified, it always makes me stronger. Maybe it's a Jesus Christ thing. Maybe that's what he was like born again and he just like got the power, oh, power right. of Christ. Because yep. they crucified him. <laughs> they put him on the cross and it, it, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just what I really love about the movie is just the costume design and the atmosphere. I mean, even like <laughs> So I just watched it today for the first time after seeing millions of movies in my life. And I feel like if this movie were made today, despite the 80s, you know, uh, aesthetic, it is like legit. Like these people look like what would happen if the world ended and there was these sickos. And cyborgs and shit, Roman, like, it, almost like a, a, that they could make this movie again. I, I don't know. That's what I feel. I, you know, I mean, I, they could totally make this movie again. I just don't know if they would. I just, but it is a very, it's a, I like the fact that it's like just kind of just random. The whole idea that it was like born out of these other two films that didn't happen. And it just kind of makes this kind of Mad Max type film. and Yeah. I don't know. I just, I like those type of movies and the idea that it's, I don't need it. You know, I'm actually glad. Like, I didn't want a sequel to Master. I mean, I probably did as a kid want a sequel to Master of the Universe. But I'm glad that something more creative came out of some, you know, something more original and creative. I mean, it's not like the most creative thing, but it's like, it's an original idea. And I like, I like that. I feel like I've never seen a movie like this before. I mean, we've seen Mad Max. It's kind of like that. No, but that movie, when I think about Mad Max, I think about cars. That's true. That's just the first thing that comes to my mind. Wicked-ass cars. I suppose. It's a very similar movie, though. I mean... It's similar in that, minus cars. I guess. In my opinion. I guess. And I do have it on screen. I'm playing it right right now. now. That's why I keep looking away. I prefer to do it this way so that I I keep it in my head. Jog some memory. Yeah. Um, what else did I write about? I like, I like, you know, how do we make the the classic Jean Claude kick better? Well, we add a knife to the boot. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, I do think it's funny, like within like the the story itself, like he gets crucified, he gets beat up and crucified, and it's like the next day he goes and fights the guy and kicks his ass. It's like, I mean, there's not even a montage of him healing. Really, it's just. You know, like, a, like it, it needs an '80s montage in there, just a little bit. Well, what I don't get is they show this scene of him kicking the the wood, the board, right? Of him standing on like it's gonna break, but it doesn't break. Mm-hmm. And like I was like, okay, it's gonna be like kickboxer where he chops down the bamboo tree, right? But it doesn't break, and then all of a sudden it breaks. Like he just falls to the side. And it weakened like it. He weakened even, it. He weakened it. I didn't enough. even show it happening. That's the religious. Like what was what was the whole point of him kicking it? Yeah. Like to weaken it, Justin. He weakened it enough. Yeah, but it. You know, know it would have been better if he kicked it and then it fell. You know. Do you like the subplot that, like, you know? I mean, I I thought the whole like family going down in the well and then like the little girl. Like that's brutal, like holding on to the barbed wire shit. Oh, 
god. That's like the like when I was Dude, a little I kid. Forgot about that. When I was that a little was kid. So harsh. When I was a little that kid, that so freaked me out, dude. Hard. That fucking freaked me out. And well, as an adult, I was like, wrap that shit around your body. <laughs> yeah, no, fuck that. Like, don't fucking hold on to it with your hands. Wrap it around your body and walk walk away from the well. Bring them back up. She's just not strong you enough, know? dude. She's a little girl. But as a, well, I know, but I get the point of the scene, and it, that was dark. That was super dark and horrifying. It was, and then, uh, but then you know, th- th- then she's back, and she's like his, the bad guy's bitch, basically, and it's just kind of, it's interesting. Like, there's a there's stuff going on there. There's more going on. This is kind of why I like it a little bit more than Bloodsport, because I think there's a more stuff kind of going on in it, story wise, that makes it interesting to me. I think, and it's a bit more creative. So I think that's why I understand that Bloodsport has a lot of those cl- classic moments. But there's always there was this, I think that's just how I am as a filmmaker. I like the more creative, imaginative stuff, and I think that's why this movie kind of appeals to me more. Um, but yeah, there's just it's like really dark, and I don't know, there's just a lot going on. And there's like sex, and you know, he's like, and he's trying to be a good guy, like he's like he misses the girl that he was with, and so like when the other girl tries to give her give him her body he's like no he's trying to be you know it's like oh look he's a nice guy <laughs> covers her up yeah like she's Which, like hey, well you if i yeah. fuck you can i come with you you know it's like all this kind of and it's just like i don't know it, it's all very no, cli- it, it's it, all very cliche but at the same time it's like it, it's good i like it yeah in that sense it is like mad max you know where he's kind of like a lone uh, person who doesn't really have, you know, he has a memory of what his life was like, but and he has what a moral, he's doing right now, yeah. And he has a moral compass. He still has knows what right and wrong is, even though most of society has given up on that. Yeah, I do find it also interesting. Spoilers if you haven't seen this fucking movie. <laughs> that like nothing really, like they give the cyborg back with the supposed cure and then he just walks off with his stepdaughter basically and then the movie ends it's like we don't really know what happens <laughs> you know which is like okay well i took that as like there was going to be a sequel there are three there are two sequels that have little oh there are yeah but they have very little to do with this movie like all van damme sequels oh. they have very little uh angelina jolie is actually in the second cyborg film oh Actually, there's two big actors I think that are in the second, the sequel. Uh, Elias Coteus, Canadians De Niro, baby, Casey Jones, <laughs> uh, Angelina Jolie, Jack Palance. This, this that sounds familiar. Yeah, Jack Palance Jack is from uh, from uh, well, you would know him best from City Slickers as the old curmudgeonly cowboy guy. No, never seen it. You've never Hold seen. Hold on, I gotta yell at my cat. You Hold are on, a silly, you are a city slickers Hold dude. Hold on, I gotta yell at my yell cat. At it, yell hey. at it, yell at it, hey, 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 Sam Jackson, hey, motherfucker, hey. <laughs> oh, what is he doing? Jesus Christ, he's fucking tearing up your real doll. Open. Tearing up your real doll. Hold on a second. <laughs> real doll. What? Hold on a second. I mean, you say you hey. make a lot of money and spend it on stupid shit. I'd imagine. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hey! Hey! No! Nope! 
Hold on, Ian. I know. Which I'm holding. Hold on. Two, one. What is it? <clears throat> what are you doing, man? What are you doing, Sam Jackson? Who else is in this? And who's in Cyborg 3? Oh, Cyborg. What? Malcolm McDowell is in Cyborg 3? Like, how does... That's fucking weird. <laughs> we should do an offshoot and just watch the, the Cyborg trilogy someday. <laughs> that would be gnarly. That'd be funny. Uh, what else? Uh... Well, while Justin's taking care of his cat, I'll read the plot. A plague known as the Living Death cripples civilization. A small group of surviving scientists and doctors located in Atlanta, home of the CDC, work on a cure to save what remains of humanity. To complete their work, they need information stored on a computer system in New York City. Pearl Prophet volunteers for this dangerous carrier mission and is made into it. And she's made into a cyborg because... Can't fucking carry a fucking disc. You need to be a cyborg to carry this information. <laughs> it's kind of funny. It is kind of a funny gimmick. MacGuffin. It's like, in order to carry this information, you need to be turned into a cyborg. But, uh, your cat safe? Yeah. <laughs> What'd it do? Just knocked over garbage. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. He's always fucking up your shit. <laughs> Seems like a cat. Yeah, I've had this fucking cat for fourteen like, years now. Going on two decades. You've met that cat. I've met your cat, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright. But we're not talking about the movie right now, so after the success of Bloodsport, Canon Films offers Jean Claude Van Damme the lead role in Delta Force Two, American Ninja Three, or Cyborg. He chose Cyborg, though admitted later that he did not like the film. <laughs> uh, here's an interesting one. J- Jackson Rock Pickney, who played one of Fender's pirates, lost an eye during filming when Jean-Claude Van Damme accidentally struck his eye with a prop knife. Pickney sued Van Damme in a North Carolina court and was awarded $485,000. That's kind of sad. Would you, would you think that that much money was worth not having an eye? I don't know. That's four hundred eighty-five thousand dollars is basically the budget of Cyborg. <laughs> it, no, seriously, it's like it's about how much it costs to make, and then it grossed like ten million dollars. So, was this movie in the th- in the theaters? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, wow. Yeah. yeah, all this stuff that we're watching now, this early Jean Claude, all this stuff released. In, oh, the, in the theaters. Even Bloodsport? Oh, Bloodsport was in the theaters, yeah. Gosh, man. Can you imagine? Yeah, it just. Can it, you imagine? It's when the DVD going? market came, and then it kind of like, it was just. Man. Yeah, it, was, it became too much money. We, to... we were alive when this shit was in the theaters, and we didn't go. I didn't go and see it. You know, here's a, here's wow. a, here's a fun story for you. This is at the end. This is kind of towards the end of Jean Claude Van Damme's. Uh, no. Dude, you weren't with us? Maybe I saw it with Jeff and Mark. I've seen a couple. I saw Time Cop in the theater. 
I saw that with you. Okay, okay. So we've seen, and then uh, I know I only saw this with Mark, but we went to Oak Grove Eight and we saw Maximum Risk. Mm. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's kind of like one of Van Damme's last theatrical films, but uh, but we Man. saw we saw Time Cop. That's I mean, we'll get to that someday. I, but that's a great movie. Yeah, I mean that's why I thought <laughs> I was thinking this movie. I was oh, that's I, I just. Yeah, I was like cyborg, and then the movie starts, and I'm like, "What the fuck? This isn't that no, it's not time movie." That... Yeah, I mean, in my opinion, Time Cop's way better, but uh, well, it's higher budget. But it's higher budget. honestly, oh, I love. Time I Cop. I think this movie it's Cyborg great. is really good. It's a great, really well made, low budget kind of. I mean, it's really low budget, but it's and really well if, done. If if they were gonna remake this movie. The person who would play Fender would definitely be Jason Momoa. Momoa. Oh boy, <laughs> that'd be funny. I they guess, look I could exactly see that. alike. I could see that. I could see that. Yeah, no, I could see that. And he's buff. And the guy—I don't know who the actor is, but dude, the guy is scary buff. Dude, he's scary. He's weirdly, but he's also weirdly thin, but buff. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he's like, uh, yeah. it's like no, he's just like fucking shredded thin, but like shredded. It's just like because he's no. wearing all this like pads and shit, and when he takes off his shit at the end, it's like, holy fuck, that's kind of a weird body, a weird, you know, it's kind of a different body than you were expecting. Well, the, mo- the movie, the movie makes him look. I yeah. mean, once they start fighting, the movie makes him look really fucking scary. Yeah. Well, he's like, like I wouldn't I, want to fight that guy. And the contacts, whenever he takes his glasses off and he's got those intense, like, fucking fluorescent eyes, basically. It's pretty, it's pretty gnarly. I mean, even when he, like, comes, like, even when, like, Van Damme and the old girl or, like, they're, like his flashback girlfriend are fucking. And, like, <laughs> you, you come up over the window and he's, like, sitting there just, like, gooning on them. Like, <laughs> it's just like, dude, that's fucking gross. That's gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, me that's you uh the violent scenes were were heavily cut to gain an r rating rather than an x including a throat slitting and some blood and gore during the village massacre um they also excised was the death of a man van damme was fighting which caused an inconsistency that made him look like he suddenly disappeared i don't remember that i never caught that so thanks for pointing that out wikipedia there was a comic book that was made way back during the release. That's cool. And uh, the film debuted at number four at the American box office and went on to gross just a little over $10 million. Which would, what would that be compared to today? I don't know, but the movie was only cost like, you know, under $500,000 to make. So, I mean, inflation, I don't know. It's maybe 30. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how that works. But that's a pretty good turnaround. I mean, you take under a million, and you turn it hey, let me, into ten million. Let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think that they tried to assume the idea that the girl he is protecting is a cyborg? Sometimes I feel like her facial movements are like. Like robotic. Which one? The little girl? 
No, the the girl he's with the whole movie. Wait, wait, wait. No, he's not with. So the cyborg, he's not with the whole movie. She like gets captured. No, not her. So the other one, the the, other... not the young girl, yeah. but like the 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 girl who wants to fuck him, basically. Yeah. That she's a cyborg. Well, because I just watched a scene where. In fact, she's doing it right now, where she's kind of like doing these robotic mo- movements. Uh, so I just was wondering if you caught on to that. I didn't catch on to that. I, I felt like that was just, she was just there to kind of play off the flashbacks. Like, he was in love once, and so she's like kind of bringing that back up, but he doesn't really want to get involved that way. Plus, she's also young, so then she also reminds him of... You know, I think she just reminds him of his past, and she doesn't. And she's kind of innocent, and so he. And so, like when I, that's why I kind of find it weird that she dies at the end. Spoiler. Like, I'm surprised they killed her off. I don't think they needed to kill her off. There's enough death in the yeah. movie. I don't think they needed to kill her off, but whatever. Is she real? I think so. I think she's real. Well, yeah, she's Not doing all this the- other shit. It's not just in his head. I don't think so, because then she she goes fighting the female pirate to save the cyborg, while Van Damme's off tickling the nuts of the lead bad guy. Yeah, I think she's real. Is I just that... think I think she's just like kind of a wasted like character in a sense. I don't think they needed a refrigerator, basically. <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know. I'm always looking deeper into things. I think the movie is, is I don't think the movie pushes it that deep. He wrote this script in a weekend. The director? Yeah, the director wrote this in a weekend, knowing that like those oh, other okay. films were being canceled and they had this money and they had these things and they needed to shuffle all this stuff. The the story is he wrote it in a weekend and then pitched it and then they made it canon. Cuz canon this is at the end of canon kind of canon films. You know, all those great canon films we would watch his kids. But, uh, yeah, this is kind of towards the end of that, I think. Yeah. Now they're walking through, this is like actually a really favorite part of mine was they're walking through like this market. Oh, right, right, right. Where it's like all this blue purple light and there's like people making things and whatnot. I just thought that was a really good scene. The kid and the ball. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. Here we go. The kids bouncing the ball. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I but mean, yeah, John Van Damme is just like he's just not he's not like this is all about me. He's just like a, a it's like Blade Runner. I feel of, like he's not also you know? he's like not the most engaged in a lot of the scenes that he could be. I think you know, I don't know. There's some scenes here where he's really good at good in and then there's some other ones where it's kind of like like a lot of the flashbacks, I'm just like, he's just like not interested in the. <laughs> he's wearing this like fucking mop on his head, and I think he's like aware of how stupid he looks. And I, th- I, I think, I think he's just not. But then some of the fight scenes are fucking great. Like the whole sequence in that. Uh, what is the one? Oh, I know. Jesus Christ, dude! Like, what the fuck is going on there? <laughs> <laughs> It's like he's I I don't I don't know I don't know but there's that there's the whole fight sequence and stuff that's going on in the uh, that like warehouse thing 
I don't know. There's just a lot of cool stuff, I think. A lot of kind of inventive shots like you were talking about. I feel, I kind of believe that he, this one guy can take on all these guys because he's kind of being smart about it. I don't know. This, I don't know. I really, I've always just really admired this movie. I, I know it's really kind of cheap and low budget, but. I'm glad that I haven't seen it before because it, like, it's refreshing for me being a JTVD fan and, and thinking that this movie was something else and and not even realizing it was something different and noticing the difference like just that it's not a typical like if somebody was I don't know man it's more on, like, it's more ensemble I mean even the villain gets a lot of screen time in this a lot of talking yeah. screen time. Like, it is way more of an... I mean, he's obviously the top build. He's Jean-Claude Van Damme. If you look at the poster, it's like, from Bloodsport, you know, starring the guy from Bloodsport. You know, they're really trying to sell that he's this guy. And But yeah, he's he's way more laid back in this movie. 100%. I'm, I'm glad you had never... I thought you would... I swore... You know, I was like, oh, we've all seen all these movies. It's such a... It's kind of crazy. Um I'm glad I was able to share this with you then, because uh... yeah, no, this is now one of my new favorite movies. Like, I intend on watching this every time I, <laughs> every time I want my '80s nostalgia kick. You know, I'm gonna watch The Wizard, and then I'm gonna watch this. Uh, that's cool. Very cool. Yeah, uh, man. Uh, I don't know what else. Do you have anything? Else? What did I write any more notes about this? I think I like how it has that kind of like dopey kind of beginning, like the 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 it has like a future narration, doesn't it? When it opens, it's been like a month since I've seen it now. It has that kind of like Terminator mm-hmm. Terminator narration in the beginning, right? Yeah, it does. I I guess it would have been cool. I mean, it would have been cool if there was an actual proper sequel to this movie. I think that would have been really cool, like, if Van Damme came back and, like, maybe the cyborg needed, you know, I don't know. There could have been another movie. Like, I wouldn't even make it, I wouldn't even remake it. I would just do a, a, a proper sequel to this one. Like, Atlanta gets destroyed by these people, and the cyborg has to find an old aging... Sl- you know, slinger, which, you know, it's basically, you're right. It's, it is a lot like Blade Runner in the sense that like a Blade Runner is someone that tracks down, you know, androids, a slinger is some guy who like takes people across the wasteland. In fact, I believe the director wanted it to be called slinger, but they renamed it cyborg. Cause it was, that was more exciting. Yeah. Germany with the, actually the, in Germany, it's actually called slinger. And there's a director's cut that you can get from his website. But it was never commercially released. So there you go, Justin. That's probably not even available anymore, but... Director's cut. Sorry, man. I'm just... I'm watching the movie. (laughs) Here's another thing. American rapper Method Man sampled most of Fender's opening words as the opening lyrics in the song Judgment Day from his 1998 album Tycho 2000? Is that what it's called? 
So there you go. The lyrics are uh, slightly modified, but like the intro is all is also the opening of this song "World Damnation" by the death metal band Mortician. Anyway, so yeah, so Meth sampled all of Fender's opening words for his album. You'd have to go back and listen to that to confirm. Yeah, no, I mean, dude, I mean, this is like a Miami connection, man. It's like this movie you haven't heard of, and then you see it, and you're like, damn, I missed out. This is a cult, this is probably a cult classic. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, it's, 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 you know, if we had gone to elementary or middle school together, you know, I'd be like talking to you about Cyborg, brother. I'd be like, I saw this fucking movie, dude. But, well, we did. We did have that moment when we saw "Gleaming the Cube." Well, "Gleaming the Cube" is that's also classic. Or a brother's justice. A brother. <laughs> Dude, that's so all I ever that, think of "Gleaming the Cube" is just how like Matt, like just like the fucking brick shit house Mack truck skateboard he has built for him is. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm glad you made me watch this. So this is a uh, this is a Van Damme. This is so good. Not a Jean Claude. You Jean Claude, my eyes out. It's a Van Damme. Van Damme. Van Damme. It's so good. Van Damme. It's so good. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Def- Van Damme. Let's see. Uh, Van. Damn. Damn. Is that it? Is that it? It's good enough. What are we doing next? What's our next episode with this one? Oh, wait, let's go let's go to Albert Pune. Let me look at his uh what 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 movies did he make? Let's check out his filmography really quick. He did not make Oh, he directed Kickboxer 2. <clears throat> yeah, this guy is pretty low budget. Like Honestly, I think Cyborg was like his only. Yeah, he's. That's like that's kind of sad. I I mean I don't know, man. As far I don't know what directors do, honestly, other than shoot this, shoot that, make this happen. You're the actor. You're gonna say this. You're gonna do that. I mean, they make the whole fucking shebang happen. Therefore, the director's kind of like the what is this? The master of the whole thing. But if a director like this, who directed Cyborg, isn't doing more stuff, that well, sucks. Well, he's a little old now. I think he's kind of done. But he did a movie called Sword and Sorcery in '82 that I don't think I've ever seen, and I am very interested in seeing. <clears throat> has a cult well, fo- also has a cult following. That sounds like a sub, <laughs> sub podcast. Sub, sub, sub. Like you know. Right. Well, what are we doing next? Oh my what god! Is... I'm on... Oh we... my god! What? Oh. uh Oh. Watching the scene where the girl takes Uh-oh. her clothes off and runs into the oh, ocean. See, she's nude. There's some boobs and shit. That's what I told you. I told you. Hmm. Hmm. It sucks that this is going to be on the internet because one day I'm going to be president and 
you're gonna be like this gonna pop and up. you're gonna be president and that girl's probably already dead and <laughs> <laughs> I could probably find out where she's at. Let me let me let me let me, let me let me Oh, you know what our next movie is? Kickboxer. What? Kickboxer is our next movie. Doesn't that seem kinda like It released the same oh, year as Cyborg. So that's these both released in the same year, eighty nine. So that's apparently Hmm? Um, Bloodsport was his first movie. Yeah, it's his first like leading role. I mean, he's got some other small like cameos and walk-ons, mm-hmm. but Bloodsport is his. That's why we did it first, Justin. Because <laughs> I've been watching these videos of Steven Seagal. Oh boy! Like being like a total lo- oh, a loser. Movies. A total loser. But and Jean-Claude Van Damme is still not a loser. Jean-Claude Van Damme is still kicking ass. He's funny no, as fuck. Jean-Claude Van Damme has actual medals. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He oh, has oh. So, like, were they... He is legit. Were, like, the professionals discredit Steven Seagal and how he's just, like... Like, like were the guys, like, doing his thing? There's, like, 20 guys and, like, one attacks him and he kind of pushes them aside and then, like, doesn't... Yeah. Yeah, the, I've seen those. Those are fucking hilarious. Yeah, he, he, get, he gives Aikido a bad name. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah... <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't I, even, I didn't even know that. He doesn't even do so anything. It's, a, it's like funny when they attack him because like he they he just kind of moves his hand and they fall to the ground and they're like oh and they're like flipping around and shit and it's like dude you didn't even do anything like what yeah I've seen those so, videos it's pretty funny. No, I, I didn't know anything about that until like earlier this month. Like I was watching these videos. Yeah. Of. Uh, because, like, Jean-Claude Van Damme's a real fucking, like, you look at his record. I mean, he has, like, his actual fighting record is legit. and Oh, know. yeah, exactly. He has medals and whatnot. I mean, he, he did all this shit before he became a, a movie actor, so. But even his social media <laughs> presence is pretty funny, and his kids are pretty funny. They make movies with him and stuff. I kind of follow, I follow him on YouTube, and they do some funny shit, like. Like Jean Claude's pretty legit. He's been through. He's been through it. You know. He's made his mistakes, but he's still a cool guy. You know. He's not. Yeah. He he came off as a bully in Hollywood, like you know, kicking, like hurting people and shit. You know. But I think that at this point in time, he's a respected actor. I think all the action guys kind of came off as dickheads. You know, I I rewatched, or I didn't rewatch. I just watched on Netflix. They did that three part series. We're talking about Arnold now, but and it kind of talks about his relationship and some of that and how they wanted like him and Sylvester wanted to kill each other. But like ultimately, Arnold Schwarzenegger is just like the cuddly, cuddly, like cuddly teddy bear guy. And like I don't know, it's kind of funny. Uh, All that shit's kind of funny. And Sylvester Stallone had JCVD in the fucking Expendables, you know? It's like, yeah, anyway. Uh, I don't know. I just don't, you We're know, doing... my childhood, yeah. my childhood are heroes. I just, I don't want to hear bad shit about them. I mean, my most famous childhood hero that I can think of, I Is... mean, since I was born, was freaking uh, Bill Cosby, mm. you know? And... That's pretty brutal. You know, and then that happened, you know? So, and then it was like Harvey Weinstein. That happened. Yeah, but that's not, I mean. But like, you know, Avery, Avery, you know, uh, Uncle, you know, Uncle Phil, Avery, he's good. He was a good dude. Uh Uh-huh. He was the voice of Shredder. 
and he was Uncle Phil. That's pretty good. That's good shit. I, I rewatched last night, Justin. You'll love it. I rewatched this documentary about the Ninja Turtles, and he was on it. And he was like, at one moment, he's doing these, like, quoting Shakespeare, and then he's doing Shredder's voice from the cartoon. And it's just like, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny. <sighs> respect, respect to the people that provide us entertainment, man. I never got into Bill Cosby. That's an interesting one. I didn't. I actually didn't know that about you. That you thought he was the greatest. I was, I was kidding, dude. Oh, were you? Oh, I didn't. I oh man, I didn't pick up on that sarcasm. No, I'm good at that. I'm good at the dark comedy. I guess so. At the seriousness. Well, Bill Cosby's also good at the dark comedy. You know, my favorite Ooh. world <laughs> event. My favorite world event in the world. Oh, we're we we gonna be. We're gonna be. Uh, Push buttony here. Nine eleven. I love it. I love it. It's great. No, you don't. It's so great. See, that's okay. I get. It. I got it that time. I got it. <sighs> Just trying to get those clicks. No, but it's awesome. I mean, we don't have to worry about. Well, so far we don't have to worry about JCVD. I mean, he could like slaughter an entire nation. In the name well, of, here's the thing. Here's the, the thing. You know, you know, you know what I'm worried about, Mister Man. I hope to God nothing comes up about Keanu Reeves <laughs> because that guy is a fucking miracle in Hollywood. He is like supposedly the greatest guy in the world. As far as Hollywood is concerned, so I hope to God nothing comes up about him. I love it when you talk about me, dude. I just love how you talk. Wow, <laughs> dude! I show I show pictures of you to my friends and say I know Keanu Reeves. I jerk off to this every night. Yeah, <laughs> why, are talking, mean, the, why are we talking about this I, now? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> all right. No, yeah, Keanu Reeves is great. Uh, yeah. Maybe someday we'll do we'll do a we'll do a Keanu retro. Once someday at some point we're gonna have to decide where do we cut off the JCVD, or do we just do the entire thing? I don't know. There's a lot of movies here though that we'd have to. Yeah, I mean, you got Street Fighter and no, no, but like at what point? But like, do we kind of stop at his like like Double Team would probably be the end of his Hollywood career, like in theaters and then he goes straight to video like double team with uh, uh what's his name the basketball player why am i dennis rodman right that's probably the end of his hollywood career for the most part i mean he comes back in some cool shit that he does later but like then he just goes on a string of dvd releases do we not bother with the direct to dvd I don't think so. I think we should just do movies so we, or so theater. Theater stuff. So, we're like, so Double Team at- is like our yeah. – <laughs> that's, that's where we're going to end this basically. Yeah. You know what's funny? That's 1997. That's that's the only film he released in 1997, and we, re- we graduated in 96. So like it was an end of an era kind of. You graduated in 96. Oh, Jesus Christ. I came back and watched you in that play, so don't be – don't be Thank you, don't, don't get it mistaken, actor. Why aren't you getting into the local theater? 
That's what you should be doing with your time. Not spending money on dumb shit. You should like like reach out to the this is probably a local theater. You just get in that shit. You start acting. That's what you need to do. I'd love I'd love to. I'm just nervous. Well, fucking punch yourself Hello. in the ball. Punch yourself in the balls and like get it on. My name is Justin. You don't you don't have to sing. It doesn't theater theater doesn't necessarily theater doesn't necessarily mean singing. You can do just speaking parts. She came into this room. See? And she told me she would never leave me. See? And then when I got sick, she never came back. See? I don't know why. I don't know why. How come you can do that in front of me and not someone else? (laughs) I'm serious, dude. You should do it. You should do it. You should do some theater. I could eat. I could eat. <laughs> Every day. Every day. Listen, I haven't given you the best rules. I can see that now. Well, if only I lived in fucking Oregon, right? No, they must have a theater in Minneapolis or Minnesota. No, I mean being in your projects. No, you know? Well, I only do one. You never, needed, you never needed a fucking biker or, or a fucking... A biker. Bouncer or sons of anarchy, fucking sons of anarchy. You know, I could be, I could be that guy. But I think you could do a lot. That's bold. You could do a lot. You could do it out there. You're limiting yourself on that shit, dude. I just don't know. I just, I'm not a part of that community. That's all. But you're, I don't know. You're not a part of it until you are a part of it. You just gotta like, hey, I live, I live two blocks from a high school. I'm sure there's some fucking high school student who's trying to direct. A movie, probably. You but know, that, but that you don't want to. But like, whatever. All right, all right, all right. No, I'm not <laughs> arguing with you. I just don't know how to do it. You look on the internet for Minnesota, blah blah blah, community theater. You just Google that community theater. Twin Cities Community Theater. Yeah, or somewhere. We'll do it. You, I mean, maybe you will. We'll see. Anyway. Kickboxer is coming up next. That should be easy to find. All right. Kickboxer. Uh, okay. Kick, we've seen that a million times. Are we not that excited about this movie? It's not that I'm not excited. I'm just not pumped about Cyborg. <laughs> this, this movie was just like new oh. to me, you know? And I've seen Cyborg so many times. Kickboxer, you mean? Yeah. That, you know, or not Cyborg, but a fucking Kickboxer, Kickboxer so many times. You know, I just... We need to bring the energy, you know, and we need to, like, you know... I mean, I've seen it a lot of times, too, but it's, like, you know, we're... it's That's actually a pretty good movie, too. It is. <laughs> no, I love it. So, but, yeah, you, you know... All right. You know, it is what it is. I, I've enjoyed Man, these. I, I've enjoyed these kind of... uh You know, we've had, like... So, let's see. We have about 30 views on the podcast hits, and we have, Ooh. like, uh, 28 on the youtube so like you know we got if you think that no one's watching unless you're like the only one who's clicking on the youtube link if you're like you've been watching it like 28 times um people have been watching so uh and john actually jpk's listened and uh he he thought it was fun so there you go well whatever the case i get to see your face and hang out with you for a bit yeah i think it's fun so 
And I'm so glad I got I like to share it. this with you, dude. I'm so I happy just, that I got to share this fucking movie with you. Yeah. I just, man, my car broke down. The fucking alternator went out after the fucking air pump shit went out. <laughs> and like, so I've been so happy you bought a Dodge is what you're saying. <laughs> so I just been having to work a lot of hours to make money to pay for all for this shit. shit. So. Yeah. That's why yesterday I was like, I I went into work yesterday for a specific reason, and once people saw that I was there, they started grabbing me to do other things. You're just the big man on and campus, was, huh? And then it was like, dude, I, I'm not here to help you with this. I'm here to do this. <laughs> and then you texted me, and you're like, are we still doing this? And I was like, fuck. It's like, all right. My brain was just... Oh, At least you're dude. important. Fuck. At least you're important to the system. You got some shit going on. Yeah, but man, I gotta have my own life. I gotta fucking do shit outside of work. You know, gotta call that so, uh, you know community theater and get into the acting. Acting. Justin For Burton real. plays Uncle Phil in the all-white cast of Fresh Prince of Bel Air. <laughs> I could do it. I know, but that would be some I mean, like, that'd be some pretty how, uh, kinda, awful shit going on there. But yeah, that you could do it. <laughs> that's kind of how people at work treat me. They treat me like I'm the uncle. They, everybody comes to me for answers. Uncle Phil. And I go, I, I'm not a, I'm not a boss. I'm not a supervisor or anything. I'm just, I'm another worker. And and then people say, say, well, you're the boss. I go, I'm not a boss, dude. Be pay the cost well, to you know be the boss. Yeah. I don't want to be the boss because the boss means you work for the man, and the man sucks ass. I would love to have my ass sucked. <laughs> anyway. Anyways. All right, brother. Well, this has been fun. Cyborg is a Van Damme. It's so good. Definitely. Um, Two thumbs up. If I had more thumbs, ten thumbs up. This was a great movie. I loved it. Cool. So I can't wait. I can't wait to share this with my friends. And like what? Yeah, watch it again. So. Yeah, and then like make sure you like pay attention and listen to everyone's like fucking like funny guitar names. (laughs) Okay, I will. (laughs) That's pretty good. Well, uh, don't go yet, Justin. We're gonna wrap this up. Uh, We don't really have. We don't really do social media. We don't really have an email address. But uh, you can find us if you need to get a hold of us at the Couch Co-op Shows at gmail.com because this is a Couch Co-op Presents podcast. Uh, and, you know, I force everyone on the Couch Co-op to listen to it. Uh, I'm Ian. I'm Justin. And this is the films of Jean-Claude Van Damme.